This special episode of What Works is brought to you by Mighty Networks. Mighty Networks powers brands and businesses like yours that bring people together. With a Mighty Network, online business owners just like you can bring their website, their content, courses, community, and events online and in real life all together in one place. And they can charge for them too, all while building their own brands. Visit MightyNetworks.com to see more examples of brands bringing people together and taking their businesses to the next level. You might think of me as a fairly gregarious entrepreneur who delights in inviting strangers onto this very podcast for conversations about life and business. But in many ways, I am a walking, talking, introvert meme. I'm kind of a loner, and I would much rather do things on my own than rely on others for help. Parties, conferences, and even coffee dates make me anxious and sweaty. And yet, the relationships I've developed as a small business owner are some of the deepest and most valuable I've experienced in my whole life. Moreover, those relationships have been key to any and all success I've experienced over the last 10 years. Now, despite knowing this, I still find networking and relationship building to be difficult, but I work at it. I work at it and work at it and work at it. You're listening to What Works, the show that features honest conversations with small business owners about what's really working in small business today. I'm your host, Tara McMullen. This month, the members of the What Works Network have been talking about how they meet new people, expand their professional networks, and nurture their existing relationships. I am constantly in awe of the people who dedicate time each week for virtual coffee dates. I am blown away by the members who are always on the lookout to create new work with friends and colleagues. These are incredibly effective networking strategies, but it doesn't mean they're the networking strategies that will work for me. Now, for me, there are few instances when the ethos of what we do here at What Works is more apparent than when it comes to networking. You see, it would be easy for me and other loner types to say that traditional forms of networking don't work for me. The challenge, of course, is in discovering what does work for me. The value is in sharing it. So what works for me is showing up with work I believe in, even if it's a simple post on social media and inviting conversation. It's asking you, as I have been in every episode, to connect with me on Instagram and tell me your story. It's being willing to jump into the middle of a conversation on social media because I know I can shine. I'm at my best when I'm sharing my work out loud and in public, inviting conversation on that work. I am doing my own version of networking when I turn comments on blog posts, Instagram pics, and podcast episodes into deep friendships that support me and my business. Now, these things still aren't easy for me, but I can do it and it works. And in the process of doing it, I build relationships. I meet new people and I connect more deeply with people I care about. Of course, this strategy might not work for you. It's a bit weird and it's totally me. That's okay. I hope what we can agree on though is how utterly essential expanding your professional network and maintaining your relationships is to the success of your business. Because it's true. If my approach doesn't work for you, well, what does? 
Well, we asked four members of the What Works Network to share what works for them when it comes to expanding their networks and nurturing relationships with colleagues. You'll hear different approaches from Marie Poulin, Christy Mims, Carol Cox, and Andrea Jones. Each has her own spin on the type of relationship she values, how she puts herself in the best position to take advantage of her relationships, and what puts her at ease when talking about business with others. I'd love to know what works for you when it comes to expanding your network and nurturing your relationships. Shoot me a message or tag me in a post on Instagram and let me know. You can find me at Tara underscore McMullen. Now, the first person you'll hear from today is Marie Poulin. Since Marie's business is high-touch and hybridized services, you won't be surprised to find out that Marie values one-on-one time and deep connection. Now, let's find out what works for Marie. Hey, I'm Marie Poulin. I am the co-founder of Okie Dokie, a business I run with my husband where we help people plan, design, and launch their digital products and services. Something that I do as an ongoing basis to meet new people and develop relationships is I make space for it in my schedule. I regularly schedule coffee dates and I sort of set time aside. And sometimes I'll even put reminders in my calendar to kind of uh, engage in other online communities, you know, comment on people's posts, just kind of see what people are up to. Uh, With our business, it's really heavily one-on-one, going deep, you know, really getting to know people's businesses and working, um, you know, pretty closely side by side and and often over the course of years. So relationships are definitely the most important thing in our business. Um, I just, connection with people is the most important thing for me and my brand. So, you know, meeting new people is everything and having those referrals and, and network is so important. So, I keep an open mind and assume that everyone I meet might be a potential collaborator or referral. So, you know, I I love people. I'm friendly with other people. Um, I try to be as useful as possible. So if I'm hopping on a call to meet someone, um, you know, maybe maybe a friend is kind of making an introduction and saying, oh, you got to meet this person. I just keep a really open mind and I try to be as um, useful as possible if I can, you know, offer some value to that person or just make sure it's really clear to them what I can do, maybe how I can help them or someone that they know. And I also go into it with no strings attached. There's no expectations that we have to work together. Um, but I think you just never know where those next projects are going to come from. So, you know, making it a priority, um, you know, scheduling it in, letting people know what kind of work you want as well, right? Sometimes we forget to ask for the kind of work that we want. And I think if you're not um, sort of actively connecting with people, people can kind of forget what you're up to. So being really active in other people's communities, you know, guest posting on people's podcasts, um, just really being curious about what other people are up to. And, you know, sometimes I'll just Um, send out an email to someone just to say like, hey, just wondering what you're up to, you know, um, let me know if there's anything I can do to help. And people remember you as being helpful. And uh, that's a really big part of our business. So um, there's lots of connections and just sort of random networking I've done that has definitely led to business, but sometimes even two, three, four years down the line. So it's not necessarily um, something that you might see the benefits of right away. But I do think there's a compounding interest when you, um, 
almost like you're stacking those gains. And the more that you are contributing to other people's communities and offering value with no expectation in return, people remember you as being a really helpful person and they're more likely to refer projects to you. So again, whether people send me work or not, I, I just rely on other other people to um, you know grow as a person to to learn about what's happening out there in other industries. You know, lots of calls have have led to personal friendships as well. So I think you got to keep an open mind and um, you know make it make it a priority in your schedule. Make yourself available. Um, you know, I I just make a a discovery basically a discovery session that's available in Calendly and I will send that to people left and right and you know I'll set aside Friday mornings as my um, discovery time to just connect with new people and that's been really fun and so I think if you look at it with no strings attached and keep an open mind uh, it can actually be pretty fun to meet new people and uh, you might learn something new. I often try to position it as um, you know what can I learn from this person? What can I learn about the way they operate, the way they show up? So I almost look at it as a, you know, customer research in a way, or just a chance to just see behind the scenes of other people's businesses, find out what makes people tick. Um, so yeah, networking is definitely a priority, and I tend to do that as much as possible in online communities, um, even in-person events, you know, local, locally or otherwise. You know, going to conferences. Um, just connecting like where are the people that I want to work with hanging out and doing my best to just make sure that I show up in those spaces. Next up is Christy Mims. Christy takes the long view on her business relationships, and I have no doubt that it's what's led her to the success she's created with her businesses. Keep listening to find out how focusing on developing a relationship over the long haul works for Christy. Hi, my name is Christy Mims, and I'm the founder of Coach Pony. We are a specialized community that focuses on helping new life coaches learn about the business side of coaching. Our mantra is that if you can't support yourself, then you can't support your clients. And frankly, I want every single new life coach to succeed. So if you want to know more, you can find me and my team over at CoachPony.com. So today we're talking about what's working in networking. A crucial business relationship for me is the one that I have with my longtime mastermind partner. We meet weekly and have been meeting regularly for about six straight years. Over the years, she's helped be my sanity check, a sounding board, a copy editor, a resource of business ideas, an affiliate partner, and most especially, mental health support. I cannot emphasize the last one enough because having someone who is a fellow entrepreneur who gets it, who is in your court, and who provides a space for you to be honest and raw is priceless. So we met through a big paid mastermind that we had both randomly joined. And as a part of that big mastermind, we were put into smaller groups and she and I ended up into a small group together because the powers on high had determined that we were a good business match. Through that program, we got into the habit of meeting weekly, which was really great business hygiene and a rhythm I recommend for everyone. I found through our weekly meetings that I really liked her, and though we serve different customers, our business models and values are really similar. So as our mastermind was winding down and coming to an end, 
I cherry picked her and a couple other people from our paid group and asked if they wanted to just continue to keep meeting just us. Over time, that group has changed and the members have evolved and come and gone, but the two of us have always stayed committed. So flash forward (laughs) six years to today, we still meet once a week um, via video chat. We have a recurring meeting set on both of our calendars. It's always the same time and day each week, which for us now is Friday. I love to meet at either the beginning of the week to set up the stage for the week or the end of the week to be accountable to each other. We meet over Zoom, and of course, it's always the same Zoom link so we can see each other. By making it recurring and removing all the obstacles of when to meet and how to talk has made it really easy for us to basically never miss a meeting, which has been awesome for both of our businesses. And to be honest, she's not the only one I've partnered with over the years. I found that anytime I'm in a paid program with a lot of good contact or I'm out and about at a conference um, meeting other entrepreneurs and I really connect with someone, I'm not shy about asking if they want to meet again and seeing if there's a chance to partner or support each other in some way. And that's one of my secrets for what's working in my business. So I hope you enjoyed this. And if you want more, you can find me over at Coach Pony. You'll hear two more approaches to networking and relationship building in just a bit. But first, a word from our What Works partner, Mighty Networks. Mighty Networks powers brands and businesses that bring people together. Growing a small business, it isn't easy. So why do we make it harder by cobbling together a bunch of different pieces of software just to talk to our customers and deliver our offers? If you have your content on one platform and your courses on another, while your customers hang out on yet another platform and your payments get routed through a completely different system, you're not alone. In fact, that's how business was done for a long time in the digital small business world. Then Mighty Networks came along. Mighty Networks makes it easy to bring your content, courses, community payments, and even events together on one easy to use platform. At What Works, we use Mighty Networks to share a behind the scenes look at how we do things, talk with our community members, plan events, and manage payments. I love that the core of our business is all together in one place. Plus, Mighty Networks makes it easy to access our network on mobile with our own app. If you're tired of doing extra work to shepherd your customers from app to app to app, it's time to build your Mighty Network. Get started with Mighty Networks free of charge by visiting MightyNetworks.com. Mighty Networks is the easiest way to take your business to the next level. The next business owner to share what works for them is Carol Cox. Carol's strategy for meeting new people is one I've used plenty over the last 10 years, and it's worked great, especially as an introvert. Hi, I'm Carol Cox, founder of Speaking Your Brand and host of the weekly Speaking Your Brand podcast. We help women entrepreneurs create their signature talk, whether it's a lead generation presentation, a keynote for an important industry conference, or a TEDx talk. My mission, our mission, is to get more women in positions of leadership and influence on stages, in the media, on boards, in politics, and in our communities. And speaking of visibility is one of the best ways to get there. This brings me to this episode's topic of networking, which I really see as building a supportive and reciprocal community, deepening existing relationships and bringing in new people. Here are three things I'm doing on an ongoing basis to meet new people and develop new relationships. First, I show up in real life at events. Seems obvious, I know, but with so much emphasis on social media and online marketing, 
We've forgotten about the power of meeting people in person. I try to go to at least two events each month in my local community in Orlando, Florida, where I live. Plus, I go to a handful of conferences each year. Now, I'm not the type to throw a bunch of business cards at people at these events. Instead, I aim to meet two or three new people and invite them to a virtual coffee if I want to deepen the connection. I hold these virtual coffees over Zoom video. It's fantastic because it's so much easier for us to schedule and find a time to do this. And then because we've already met in person, then it's nice to follow up with a video call. What about if you're a bit more introverted or shy and the thought of showing up at an event is not that appealing. I feel ya. This is one of the main reasons I got into speaking at events and conferences 15 plus years ago. It was a way for me to break the ice with others. Being a speaker gave me an entry point to talk to the other speakers and it gave other people a reason to come up to me and to talk to me. So this is a great strategy that you can use. Besides being a speaker, you could become an officer or a volunteer with a group and that provides an excellent way to meet new people and it also helps to break the ice. As far as online connections, I truly do treasure the friends and the colleagues that I've met online like the fantastic people who are in the What Works community. I invite listeners of my podcast and other women I meet to join my free online community, which right now is a private Facebook group. Having an online community has been a game changer in getting to know new people. I have somewhere to invite them to where we can interact. Plus, they get to know and get support from other women speakers and entrepreneurs. So if you have a podcast, YouTube channel or other regular content, hosting a private community is one of the best ways to get to know new people and deepen the relationship with your audience. I wish you lots of success in your entrepreneurial endeavors. You can find me at speakingyourbrand.com. Thanks so much, Tara, for having me on the podcast. Finally, let's hear from Andrea Jones, who shares the behind the scenes on how she uses social media to make meaningful connections with new people. Hello, my name is Andrea Jones, and I'm a social media strategist over at OnlineDrea.com. So our business helps other businesses and podcasts on social media by crafting consistent content and also finding and building communities for them online. So the question is, how do I meet new people and develop new relationships? And my answer is social media. Social media is my jam. I love it. Um, But one of the ways that I've been really leaning into adding some personality to my social media outreach is doing uh, Instagram direct messages and not just text-based messages, but adding an audio video element to the message. So I want to create an audio, mostly audio, but also some video experience for the people that I'm connecting with on social media. Oftentimes, this is the first point of contact with me. I don't want them to confuse this with some sort of automation or robot or whatever the kids are doing these days. I really want to make it a personalized connection. And this is such a powerful, powerful way to really show that you care and help you stand out, especially if this is a person that gets a lot of messages in any given day. So sometimes these messages don't really turn into anything. Um, That's fine. It happens. It's business. It's life. Um, But sometimes they turn into some clients for our business. Um, One of my favorite ways to do this is with podcast guests. So I'll invite people to be on my podcast 
through this Instagram audio direct message. Um, But one of the biggest things that has happened through the power of Instagram direct message is actually my mastermind group. So my friend Lainey Lamar reached out to me on Instagram with a video inviting me into a peer mastermind group. She sent me this video message and I was really impressed with it. Um, I thought she was asking for money at first. That's how impressed I was because I totally would have paid her. But we created this peer mastermind group along with Meg Casebolt and Rachel K. Albers and we meet um, uh, every other week. And this, we meet through video. So this has really kind of deepened our bond. Um, and we're besties now. But this would have never happened had it not been for the power of that initial video DM. And so I really challenge you to think about how you can add personality to connecting with people, especially through social media. Um, you know, maybe it's an audio, maybe it's a video. You know, get outside of your comfort zone, get outside the box. You never know what opportunities could come along from adding that personal touch. So thanks so much for listening. I hope you take the challenge today to sending an audio video message and I'm rooting for you. Bye for now. Whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, a loner or a connector, a do-it-yourselfer or a do-it-togetherer, building relationships and meeting new people is an integral part of finding success as a small business owner. Your personality type or preferred communication style might impact how you connect, but it doesn't negate the necessity of connecting. If it's been a while since you connected with someone new, make it your goal for today. Shoot someone a quick message, set up a coffee date, create a post and tag someone you admire to let them know you're paying attention. Attend an event, ask for an introduction. It doesn't matter how you do it as long as you make the connection. If you're looking to connect with more experienced small business owners, check out the What Works Network. Our members connect with each other every day on topics like marketing, management, product development, business software, money, and more. Plus, we host monthly live events like Flash Masterminds, Roundtable Discussions, and Insider Hours, where we connect and learn from each other. Learn more and get on the waitlist at explorewhatworks.com slash network. That's explorewhatworks.com slash network. Membership is opening soon. This episode of What Works was produced and edited by Sean McMullen. Our theme music is by The Shrugs. Find more episodes of What Works at explorewhatworks.com.